0: Hey everyone, welcome to The Starting Designer, a podcast focused on providing tips, tricks, and advice on getting through your first year of owning your own design business. Before we get started with our design industry guest, I wanted to give a special thanks to our sponsors, Revolution Performance Fabrics. Now, listen, relax, get some daily motivation, and enjoy. Welcome to the Starting Designer, uh, where you can learn tips and tricks to get through your first year of the interior design business. Uh, Today, I'm really happy to have Sarah Hall on this podcast. Uh, Sarah Hall is the founder of McKinley Media. Uh, Sarah is a designer and creative who believes in living life to the fullest. Uh, When she is not designing, she would love to be a travel photographer. Uh, Sarah Currently helps uh, designers around the world with brand branding consultations, logos, SEOs, websites, and more. Uh, hi, Sarah.
1: Hey, how are you?
0: Good. How are you doing today?
1: I'm doing well.
0: I forgot also, it's not. I forgot to also add listeners that Sarah is currently uh, making our Instagram look uh, fabulous um, and <laughs> has been working with uh, Revolution Fabrics for what four months now, five months now
1: something like that yeah yeah it's been fun we've we've done some cool things and i'm excited to do some more so
0: yeah um me too uh i know we can talk later in the podcast but i i I dabble a lot with um the insecurities of not uh not believing i'm a i'm a thought leader in the industry so um but before that so tell me tell me a little bit about uh mckinley media
1: yeah yeah, so I um I guess to kind of give you the full story, I back in college was I feel like I've always kind of had like an entrepreneur mindset. My dad runs his own advertising business. Um has been really successful with that and um you know, I always looked up to him because I just thought it was cool like he started this business out of our house and grew it to be a huge business where he works with people all across the country. Um, and so I was always inspired by that. So flash forward to college, I went in thinking I wanted to be a nurse, um, or a doctor something along those lines. And my freshman year, I don't know why it took me this long to find out, but I found out I hated blood. Like I would pass out at the sight of blood. Okay. <laughs> and so that obviously was not an option anymore. Um, so I kind of, was just like, okay, I'm going to go into business. I'll do marketing um, and business administration and kind of see where that takes me. Um, Come senior year, I was still in that major and had no idea what I wanted to do. Um, But I was working with a couple of local bloggers, helping them like take photos and write blog posts. And it was just kind of like a side gig that I had that was fun. Um, And I realized like it, it was a little bit more than fun to me. Like, I thought I could build a business out of this. Like, I really enjoyed helping them. Um, so, I started out in the blogger realm. I would help bloggers build their website, write blog posts, take their photos, um, which kind of made me realize I love being creative. And from there, once I graduated, um, I had a friend who, you know, did design as well. And we both kind of, vibed with that and I just kind of decided that I wanted to you know go into more graphic design kind of stuff so that's when McKinley Media was born Um, stole the media part from my dad's business Red Truck Media (laughs) and I felt like it matched well so McKinley is my middle name which is why I went with that Um, and it grew from there so you know I started out with an interior designer in Charlotte she referred me to other businesses salons um and from there it kind of grew from word of mouth and seo and here we are today
0: (laughs) yeah who who was that first designer if you don't mind me asking and then like can you talk me through that process of like all right i'm i'm out of college i'm starting my own business like how what next you know like yeah what the cold call like yeah walk me through that process
1: yeah so the first designer that i worked with was new south home they're out of charlotte um And they basically hired me out of college. So I was seeing it as kind of like a temporary job. You know, I would work with them and just see how it goes. And that's when I fell in love with the interior design business um, and thought that I wanted to kind of move my business into that area where I was just working with like designers and service providers. Um, It was terrifying at first, (laughs) to be honest. I didn't know anything about starting a business. Um, my dad walked me through a lot of it. He helped me set up my business. Um, he connected me with his tax account and all of that fun stuff that nobody wants to do. Um, and then from there, I just, I mean, I worked hard. I wanted to make sure that I was always providing, you know, the best quality of work and, um, I knew that, you know, if, if I worked really hard for somebody and they were impressed by my work, that they would probably refer me to other people. So I kind of had that in the back of my mind. Um, and from there, you know, I would just apply to literally anything I saw that had to do with branding websites, social media online, um, and then connect with, you know, anybody that New South home would connect me with and, and talk with them. And I think from there, it's just word of mouth, right? Like, you was meet that, people was and
0: scary? was that for me it's really scary yeah. like i know i'm on a podcast <laughs> and i'm talking about stuff now um i can get into later on tips and tricks that i do to to make that it's it's an alter ego and just split personalities and i'm insane but like was it was it scary like calling on new south home like was it, oh, was yeah. it scary of just being like fake it till you make it like i want to I'm telling you I'm, I'm gonna make your business better like yeah kind of walk me through that process
1: yeah it, it was scary at first i think you know we had talked earlier about um yesterday about imposter syndrome and i kind of had a little bit of that because i was younger and i knew what i was doing i had studied it in college um i had a lot of experience already working since my junior year with people doing all of this kind of stuff but i still felt like I didn't have the ability to say I knew what I was doing, you know, like, and it's silly because, you know, if you have the experience and, and you've worked in this industry for a long time, you do know what you're doing. Like you've learned from your mistakes. You've, you know, you've taught yourself how to build a business and all of that. But, um, I was definitely scared just because this was like a real big business that I was helping out. Um, and I think the way that I got through that was proving to myself, like, no, I can do this. I'm growing their social media. I grew their client list. Um, you know, I helped make connections that weren't there before. And I think that's when I kind of realized, like, this is silly to feel like imposter syndrome because I can do it. I know I can do it.
0: Yeah, I, I didn't realize how similar our stories are. I I also was like going into the medical field and did clinicals and then was like, no, I'm not going to do this. And then, then I switched to snow science. I was going of <laughs> I wanted to be like shooting bombs, like stopping avalanches, saving, saving kids from snow piles, and then I realized I'm not that good at that, and so I switched to marketing. Um, but no, um, I Revolution Fireworks is a family business, and I struggle with imposter syndrome all the time. I feel like I still do, uh, in the sense of I used to live in a bus in Montana. <laughs> the wood stove and um why do people want to see me even care about the fabric choices I pick or or why is my fabric brand going to be better than everyone else and it's been Mm -hmm. something it's really funny I think as as the fabric brand has grown you know, people just assume we were always big. <laughs> right? Know? Like I remember, yeah. I remember like making a website, buying it in college when I lived in the van, and just being like, "Dad, you need to buy your domain name." And he's like, "What's a domain name?" <laughs> um, and I'm like, "Exactly." Yeah. And, and I remember buying that and just being okay. Now, like now, what? Um, and right. continuing to fake it till you make it. I, I think the cool thing about our industry is there's a lot of inspiration around you mm-hmm. and. There's tons of other industries where you can grab inspiration. The tech industry is a great one. It's like podcasting, yep. for instance. Um, yep. I was terrified to start a podcast, but it's like everyone else is doing it. And and can you can you talk about work on, you know, on on uh, in audio? Sure. Why not? Let's let's tell stories. I, I think our story is interested, and um, and I'm I'm th- super grateful for the two out to 20,000 plus people who have actually downloaded this podcast. So
1: um, yeah. No.
0: And uh well, we have some exciting news later, me and Sarah, but uh continuing on. So so you started your business, you get through the first year, um, was something you wish you would have known when you first started that a mistake you made, um anything along those lines.
1: So when I first started and this this seems small talking about it, but it's, I think it's a good lesson. When I first started, I would try to sell my services, like solving or not solving, but fulfilling like a desire that somebody had. And I realized that's not really the way to go about it. Um, and you really need to sell a service or product that solves a pain, like a pain point that, that a business has. Um, and so when I was first starting out, I was like, why am I not growing? Like, I'm trying to target all these people who like want a website or want a brand. But the problem was these people who just wanted a website or just wanted a brand weren't really invested in the results that it would get them. Um, kind of like I was targeting the wrong person. And then I realized, okay, I need to target the people who have a problem. Like, are you targeting the wrong audience? So for example, a lot of interior designers that I worked with, they were getting these really small projects. They were getting one room projects. Um, and their goal was to get like a whole home project or move into the commercial industry. Um, and so that was where, that was the turning point for me is especially when I started like interviewing these clients and asking them like, how can I help you? What what problems can I solve for you? They all had kind of the same sort of problem. They were targeting the wrong person um, or you know, they were not making as much money as they wanted to make. And I think that's where I kind of saw.
0: Or in my case, insecurities with running a a fabric uh, design page on Instagram. No.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) You're only, you're only as, as big as you, you know, you make yourself. And I think that that's another thing too, is like there I've seen in so many people that I've worked with that they're not confident in their work. And that right there is a huge piece of it. If you're not confident in what you're doing, how do you expect people to hire you? Like if you aren't confident in selling fabrics and knowing that your fabric is the best performance fabric out there, how am I going to believe that your fabric is the best performance fabric out there? Um, so that's kind of that's kind of what turned for me is like I needed to solve people's problems and I love doing that <laughs> as weird as that is. No, I like being there for people. So, um, yeah, that's that's kind of where I I pivoted and learned that that's important to do when starting a business.
0: That's really that's really funny. You said that we we think the same way at, at at Revolution Fabrics. You know, it was always like I'm I'm not I might not make the most beautiful fabrics in the world. They it, they might not be the most expensive fabrics in the world, but I want to solve from the very ending for from the ending to the beginning, vice versa. We always. I was always like, I'm going to solve a problem, which is I'm going to give people the white performance fabric without PFC chemicals on that sofa. They can buy fabric from everyone else. But if which I can,
1: everybody went. But if
0: I can be the if I can be the fabric in the conversation with where where the designer is arguing with the husband and the wife or whoever she's doing the design project for, and it's like, well, honey, we're saving money on all on the sofa fabric that's white. So I can now get my super fancy $200 a yard pillows, then Mm -hmm. I'm solving a problem um, or a pain point in a solution. And that's, that's, what's gotten us so far. So I'm, I'm really excited to see like the next five years of our business. Um, So very, very, very interesting. Um, What do you do in your free time? Let's, let's take this another way. So you and your husband, what's you, you have dogs.
1: We do. We have one dog. She's a border collie, mix. She's currently passed out beside me. (laughs) Um, we, we love the outdoors. Um, anytime I can get myself to a beach, I'm there. Like I am a, I'm a beach girl. Um, we love going to Charleston, Sullivan's Island. That's kind of like our go-to place. Um, mountains, his family lives up and like talks away, so we go there all the time. Um, honestly, anything that is not indoors, <laughs> I love. <laughs> um, I'm I'm indoors enough working and you know staying behind a computer during the week, so during the weekends we try to get out and you know see different things. And that's also where I find inspiration, like you know the textures in nature and the patterns and the colors. And I feel like I can walk away from a weekend feeling so much more inspired than I do a whole week working behind my desk.
0: Well, Um, that's, that's, uh, I'm, I'm, yeah, very, very similar there, um, to those listening to this podcast, Sarah and I are really excited. Uh, this is the first episode of our season three. Uh, this podcast was started during the pandemic as a, let's just have time and see what happens with this thing. And we're, we're blown away with the responses we have had. Uh, so Sarah and I are actually partnering on this podcast and she's going to keep me in check and we're going to grow this thing up. Uh, it's going to blow up and uh, hopefully be the biggest podcast in in the interior design space going forward. If it's not, then it will still be fun. And I uh, know I'm really excited for Sarah and I to join the team. And I guess uh, for kind of closing remarks, Sarah, um, if there's any tips, tricks that you have um, for our listener, what would that be? And then also too, if our listener would like to contact you, uh, how do they, how do they, how do they get in contact with you?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So kind of going back to what I said before, I think it's important in any business to solve a pain point versus trying to fulfill a desire. Um, so that's kind of, I would, I would base any business off that always try to solve a pain point and you will find clients. Um, and then going from there, if you want me to help you solve your pain points, I'd be happy to, um, my website is mckinleymedia.co. It does not have the M at the end. That is very confusing for some people. (laughs) Um, that domain name was taken, so it's .co. And my, um, Instagram page is at mckinley.media. So, um, we can tag those in the in the notes and have revolution fabrics and all that fun stuff in there too. But that is how you can contact me. Um, and I'll also be on here so we can chat with our people and interview them and all that fun stuff.
0: Well, perfect. Thanks for joining me today. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for listening to this episode of the starting designer, a podcast for your first year of interior design. Please make sure to reach out to our guests and thank them for their advice. I want to thank our sponsors, Revolution Performance Fabrics. And please make sure to follow and subscribe on your preferred podcasting channel. As always, I'm your host, Anderson Gibbons, and thank you for listening. Have a great day. Go crush your design business.